Actually, You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Yay! So excited for today. We have on the podcast my friend Krista over at Coaching with Krista on Instagram. Um, Krista really embodies what it means to be strong and to be balanced. She will show you, you know, she's eating vegetables, um, working out, lifting weights, getting stronger, but also like, dang, she's got some ice cream. Like, she's living life and enjoying it. Um, I just think it's a breath of fresh air. We're just marketed, you know, perfection all the time. And it's like, no, we can be people and have fun. Um, and this message, you know, comes through a lot with the way Krista talks, what she puts out there in the world um, and her hashtag, not just reps and sets. I love it. Um, and I would say, you guys, I've said this before and I'll say it again, you know, reach out to someone, whether it is a coach that you've heard on the podcast, whether it's Krista today, myself, or anyone else, someone, if you have been stuck and you've been stuck for the last, you know, the last month, the last three months, the last seven years, your whole adult life, and you have been stuck in trying to do the same thing over and over and over again by yourself and nothing is changing, remember this, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And every time that I've made a big change in my life, it is because I have made the decision to invest myself. I've made the decision to invest in a coach or a teacher or a mentor or a personal trainer um, that's helped me kind of like just get over those those bumps, get over the negative mindset, the negative self-talk, because usually that's what it is, is the negative self-talk. And I mean, you find the money when you decide to invest in yourself, you find things that you, you know, maybe you don't really need to go to Target every weekend and buy stuff that you don't need. Um, and you find ways, you know, creative ways of being able to invest in yourself. But every time that I've invested in a coach, um, I've just like grown like leaps and bounds and really shortened that time that I was stuck. Um, so definitely, definitely, if you are struggling with, you know, or if you're just like lifting weights, what's that? Why, you know, I'm a runner. I don't need to lift weights. I would definitely check out Krista's Instagram. Um, and don't worry, I have all, I always put the show notes for you guys, um, all of the social media links. So let's get started with today's show. All right. I am so excited on the podcast today. I have Krista. Krista, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm very excited to be talking to you, Jacqueline. Yeah, I'm so excited too. I've been creeping on um, Krista's Instagram and she just has like such a positive message. I know you guys are going to love her. She's also a member of um, the coaching community that I'm in. I know we've talked about, I've talked about on the podcast, how important it is to find a mentor and find other people that are doing things similar than you, whatever it is you're trying to do, lose weight, run, um, just work on your body image, whatever it is. So it's really cool to be around Krista. So Krista, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, have you always been into fitness? Was this always your calling? Um, okay. I wouldn't say it's always been my calling, but I will <laughs> say that I have always been into fitness. It's interesting because when I think about kind of my trajectory and just how I grew up, and things that I did. My mom, you know, at a very young age, put me into dance class. And so I started, you know, dancing maybe like three or four years old. And then I did that all the way up through middle school. And I was a cheerleader in high school. And then I went to college. And one of the things that I vowed to myself, I was like, I'm not going to fall victim to the freshman 15. That was my, 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 my motivating mentality back in the day was like, you know, I need to 
find a way to keep moving because I wasn't, you know, continuing on with cheerleading. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get into the gym. I'm going to get myself a membership. I was like 18 and when Bally's was still around. I'm probably telling my age right now. Yeah, no, I remember that too. Okay. So Bally's was still around and I joined and I just always just kept it going just in terms of, you know, I got into strength training and it's something that I feel like just stuck with me, interestingly enough. And so I've always um, just tried to remain active and, you know, keep my body moving. Yeah, that's so interesting. I love talking. So I'm a former kindergarten teacher and I love talking about what movement looked like when we were younger and you talked about dance class. And that's so true. Like when you're a little, when you're a little kid, like movement, it's not like going to the gym and like burning calories. It's just like, oh, we're going to go do something fun. Exactly. Exactly. It's so true. So true. Yeah. So you started strength training pretty early then is that. So, which is interesting because a lot of, I think that I would say after college, I was like, oh, I'll do step aerobics or I'll do Zumba. And I didn't know anything about strength training until recently. Um, Mm -hmm. So what did that look like when you were younger and why is that important? Would you say? (laughs) Um, It's, you know, it's interesting. I, I never really thought about it. And the fact that you're saying that is interesting to me because I never thought that that was something that, was different, you know, I guess I just, because it's just been a part of my life for so long. Mm -hmm. I never thought about the fact that maybe people don't jump straight into strength training. I think what prompted that was because I did join the gym and at the time they had personal trainers walking around and I linked up with a couple of them and then really was just kind of pushed into, not pushed like in a bad way, but that was just kind of like the opening. Okay, well, we're going to be picking up some weights and we're going to be, you know, lifting things. And it just was what it was. I didn't really put too much emphasis or thought on, you know, why, (laughs) you know, it was just, that was presented to me and I liked it. I liked the, you know, I liked feeling strong. That's one thing I've always liked. (laughs) So I think it's just, um, it was just a natural, a natural thing for me. So I, I guess I've never really taken the time to think about how that might not be the same for a lot of people. But for me, it's just always been what I've done. Yeah, no, no, that is a lot different than a lot of people. I think, I think a lot of, I think women and I, and I'm definitely overgeneralizing and probably just speaking from my experience and maybe other women that I've talked to, but they think, um, I have to do cardio. I got to do cardio. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to the aerobics classes, which are fun. I, oh my gosh, I used to love step aerobics classes, even though it's not yeah. permitted, or the elliptical. I'm going to go on the elliptical and just do that for mm-hmm. 45 minutes yes. and right. not see results and, you know, mm-hmm. just be hungry afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you too, I mean, yes, I can see your point in that. I guess in terms of myself, yeah. I never really mm-hmm gave it too much thought. It was just what it was. And then when you think about it, I guess it's so interesting you bring this up because now when I think about it, it, it's so interesting how life works in a sense that experiences that you have, you have no idea some of the time why you're having that experience. And now I can look back and having this conversation with you and saying, okay, wow, there was a reason why I was lifting weight at the time that I was and why I was introduced to it then to really understand you know, the importance of it, especially as a woman. Like, so it's just very interesting how life can really set things up for you in that way. 
just kind of having that aha revelation right now as we're talking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll go in a little bit, but I, I wanted to actually take time for you to talk about this. So when I was trying to lose weight, I was very much, this is why I started running. I started running to lose weight and I lost some weight, but I was also eating a ton because I was so hungry because I was long distance running. And so it always kind of ended up that, um, my weight never changed much while I was, was running, but then running became a hobby. So it didn't really matter. But then when I started lifting weights, my body composition changed. And like you said, I started to feel physically stronger and just like mentally stronger. Like, whoa, like I'm a badass. I'm not using the pink weights anymore. <laughs> I'm using exactly. metal weights that smell like, you know, mm-hmm. the difference. so mm-hmm. can you just go into, cause we do have some women that are still like, maybe they're just getting into fitness. Maybe they are just running their first 5k and that's cool. I am all for it. Obviously love running, but what are the benefits that, um, someone, you know, why should they start lifting weights? <laughs> are they well, getting I mean, really bulky? <laughs> I, I mean, yes, right. so that's, I think that's the thing. First of all, that's the hugest main misconception that women have about lifting weight. And then I did used to hear that quite, I think when I was, when I did start getting into weight training, I remember kind of hearing that. Um, and it is a, a thought that still sometimes is just so prevalent that women think that if you lift weights, that you're automatically going to get bulky and look like a man and that's not going to happen. <laughs> First of all, naturally, um, we don't even have enough testosterone <laughs> to really naturally get to those sizes. A lot of times the women that you're, that you're seeing that I think women are afraid of getting to are usually using some type of enhancement or they're having help <laughs> to get to where they're looking, where I think a lot of women think that they don't want to look like. And I think that Lifting weights, first of all, it's great for your bones. It's great for, um, like you said, feeling strong, being able to, you know, also if, if this is something you're trying to do in terms of weight loss, you really do want to look at strength training because, I mean, you're burning even at rest. So after you've had a, you know, a, a strength training session, you're leaving there, but for 24 to 48 hours after, you're still burning. So there are just so many benefits, like I said, just feeling strong, um, if you, if that loss is something that is, you know, that you're after, it definitely assists with that. And, um, I would encourage people to try it, you know, say to at least, you know, get in there and give it a shot. And for you, so you'll be able to see for yourself what benefits and that you have nothing to be afraid of in terms of, you know, looking, you know, growing into the Hulk, because that's just, that's just not going to, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and just like you said, you know, um, like my body, like I'm just naturally very small on top and larger on the bottom, but it's like, we can't like, I don't know. I lift weights. My arms are just, they're skinny. I have skinny arms and I'm actually trying to put on muscle, but it's a lot harder to get bigger than we realize. Like calorie surplus and like, it's packing on the, the, yeah, <laughs> that is that is so. I'm so glad you said that. That is so true. Um, yes, it takes a lot of freaking hard work <laughs> to to build muscle. It really, really does. And so, and I also want to say to the point where I said a lot of, um, I think ideas women have about what they're going to look like 
um, and women that you see, they're really, really big. I, I want to be clear to say that women, that not every woman that is bigger is on some type of and I just want to be clear that I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah. that in a lot of instances, that may be the case, especially if you're looking at women that clearly are, are really, really big. But I don't want to give the impression that I'm saying that every woman no, that is, yeah. that that's what she's doing. But I just wanted to throw that in there really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's like years of training and like being yes. in the gym that those women um, get to that. Yeah, not yeah. like casual. Yeah. yeah, casual people that are in the gym. Just, yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's just not that you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you were always into fitness, some sort of movement with your body. Um, was there ever a time that things were a little bit of a struggle for you? Um, you know, I would say I've had a struggle per se in that particular way. I think I have the same, I've had at first the same struggles that a lot of people have in terms of just not feeling as motivated, mm. not feeling like getting up and, and working out, you know, so having some sense in time where I just don't feel like it. You know what I mean? And I think that is just the struggle that everybody goes through. Um, at some point, yeah. um, I think, um, if, we're, if we're all honest about that. Um, but I really, for whatever reason, though, I would say that even when I had those type of, if, even if you want to call it a struggle, and even though if I would even label it as that, um, that I always find my way back to it. Cause it's, I, and I think I just don't do well being sedentary for a very long period of time. So even during times where it may not have been as active, like for instance, right now, this month of August, I recommitted myself to kind of taking things up another notch because I needed to shake things up. Right. But before then I wasn't working out. I was working out maybe three or four times a week. So I think it just changes. But for me, I have, I wouldn't necessarily say that I've been away from fitness for a very long time just because I just don't, feel right if I'm not, you know, moving in some sort of way. Yeah. I love that. I think, um, I've talked to a lot of runners and I struggled with this after completing a marathon. The thought of running makes me sick. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to do it. So it came, okay, let me do something else so that I'm still moving. So then it, it became walking. Okay, fine. I'm not running. I'm not going to the gym, but we're going to take the dog for more walks. So I'm getting that movement in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I think before we started pressing record, just how you were talking about the ebbs and flows, that, like, learning to trust, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Krista was saying her August um, was a little bit more low-key, but talk about that. Ebbs and flows. What does it even mean? Because some people, maybe maybe they've never even heard that. Like, what is she... Right. Well, what, I'm, what I mean by that is just in life, I think that we have to settle into the... To the the fact that everything isn't always going to remain the same and look the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people get very um, nervous, if you will, if things don't, if, they, if things shift and they are, they're not exactly how they're used to having them. So for me, my schedule's been a little lighter um, this August, you know, during this, this month. And it's interesting because, in my mind, and in my spirit, I was saying, you know what, I really need a break. You know, I've been training. You know, I, I barely, I very rarely take time off. And when I do, it's usually a few days here, a few days there. And I've been thinking, you know, that I really can use some time off. So this is like, God, universe was like, okay, well, here, here's some things that are going to happen that are going to 
allow you to have this extra time. And then, it, and then I was like, well, hold on. I didn't necessarily mean it to be like that. <laughs> so but then you have to bring, you can say, you got to reel that in and be like, wait a minute, but I was asking for this. I was, it was in my spirit. It was something that I was saying that I needed. And then it showed up and it didn't look exactly the way I thought it would. So it kind of shook me up for a minute, but then I had to come back and realize, no, this is exactly what I needed. This is exactly what I asked for. And so I think that when I say ebbs and flows is that there are going to be times where it's a lot of things moving and a lot of things going on. And there are going to be times when it may not be like that, but that's necessary also, I think, for you to be able to recharge and also trust. Trust that wherever you are at any given moment, especially if you've put in the work, if you're doing those things that you know you should be doing, when there is a little bit of a lull, it's okay. Like relax into those moments when you don't have a thousand things going on and know that you're not just automatically lazy if you're not doing something every minute of the day. So I think it's just about really kind of going with the flow of life and being okay when things change or pivot a little bit. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. Oh, so many good nuggets. Trusting. Trust is huge. I think a lot of us have trust issues with ourselves, with our bodies, with life. And we're just like, oh, no, I have to control. I have to control. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Trust. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's a big one. It is. Yeah, it really is. And that's why, yeah, I love talking about fitness and food and body and all of this stuff because it's all interrelated. And it's like when we're like relaxed and calm humans, yeah. <laughs> um, things fall into place. They do. I, they absolutely do. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, but it's hard getting there. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's definitely a practice. I mean, I don't, and I think that Ooh, like too, that people too. get very nervous and they're like, why, you know, I, I, should, I shouldn't feel this way. Or you, We label ourselves and we label our feelings. We label how we do things instead of just realizing that everything is a process and every single moment we're growing and changing and evolving if we allow that to be happening, right? And so you're not going to always get everything right out the gate. It takes time and it takes practice to get to a point where you can just relax into the down guy. You know, it takes time. Whatever it is that you, whatever challenge that you might have, it takes time to kind of get in, you know, get through that and realize that everything is not always, um, is not always, Going to sorry, I just lost my train of thought because my phone rang. Sorry, I'll that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I just it's just really about knowing that everything is not going to just happen out the gate. It does take practice. It does take you know, just like exercising, exercising that that trust muscle is another part of life that is always going to be present. And I think that that is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love the word practice. I love it. Um, and I, I think that as adults, we think, no, everything has to be perfect. We have to go from zero to 100, but if we're like, well, let's just practice and that just be it. Like we're just, we're just practicing it. Yes. Practicing. Exactly. Exactly. Which is hard. I think a lot of people, um, I don't think women in general, I, I maybe women that listen to this podcast, I would say are like high achievers, like have like successful careers, they have families, they have everything. And so like to, you know, tell them, Hey, relax, trust and practice. Like, no, I like to control everything and I control everything that I know the outcome, but like Mm -hmm. that trust piece, it's hard. It is. It is. I think that's the hardest piece for most people. But I feel once you arrive there, the piece that comes with that is, 
just astounding because it's just like, wow, you know, this is what it's like when I just, you know, trust and know that everything's going to be all right. It's like this, this peace that comes with that, that is, I mean, I don't think there's much you can compare to just having that peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And then when you get there, you're like, why did I spend so many years freaking out about everything? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So true. Oh man. Okay. So let's talk more about your business. So you train, um, in person, where are you at? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. Okay. How's yes, the weather right yes. now? <laughs> the weather right now is great. We had a very, very hot July, which is not yeah. typical for LA. Uh, so that wasn't great, especially not for me because I'm not a fan of like extreme heat at all. I'd rather be freezing cold than burning up hot any day of the week. I know, I know, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cooled down a little bit. So it's like in the eighties. Yeah. That's good. That's perfect. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you train clients, um, in person, but you also have an online business. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. What does that look like? Cause some people have not worked with an online trainer and have no clue what that even means. Okay. So the online piece is something that actually I'm in the process of really developing right now. I do, I will say that I do have two online clients that I've been working with for the past couple of years, meaning that it, in this sense, it's the same thing as my in-person personal training. I, we did um, over FaceTime, they have the equipment at their home. And then I just, you know, talk them through whatever exercises they need to do um, during the day. The online business that I am in the process of building, you know, I just really want to be able to reach more people. And, yeah. you know, as you know, I mean, it's just, you know, you're only one person and you can only be in so many places at once. And so I really want to build out um, the programs and services that can service, you know, a multitude of people at any given time. So that's what I'm working on. Uh, but in terms of the online piece I do have right now, it is the same as my in-person sessions here. It's just, they happen to be in Pennsylvania. I happen to be in Los Angeles. Yeah. No. And I think what I said at the beginning of this podcast too. Um, so we're in this online community with a coach who we've never met her in person, but like, that's the beauty of the internet is being able to connect with someone that, you know, we wouldn't be able to find her where we are. Right. But we can find her on the internet and being able to find those like-minded people. I've worked out with trainers before and it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I did those exercises, but that's it. Like, all right, I left. Mm -hmm. And then my 45 minute session is done. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's the cool thing about getting to work with someone online. You actually make, it's crazy. I feel like you have a stronger relationship with those people, Mm -hmm. um, because of those. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, you have a hashtag that you like to use, not just reps and sets. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. What does that mean for you? Well, for me, that just means that what I do and what I strive to do is more than just counting reps and sets. I mean, I obviously that's the business that I'm in and it's personal training and it's helping people, you know, to, achieve whatever fitness goal that they have. Well, one thing about me and the reason why I'm even in this business is because I thrive on motivating people. And most of the time when I'm working with clients or what has happened thus far, 
with my business is that it, it usually automatically turns into more than just them, you know, lifting weights. If we're talking about life, we're talking about things that are going on. And that's why I say not just rest and For me, the workout is just a small piece of really what is happening in the session. You know, for me, it's about human connection. For me, it's about helping people to understand that they are strong and resilient with or without a dumbbell. You know, just not just what's happening in the session, but being able to take that same type of strength and will and determination that you exemplified when you were lifting weights to have that same sort of mentality when they leave and they're in the world and living their life. So that's what I mean when I say not just reps and sets because it's so much bigger than whatever you're doing in the gym. Yeah, I love that. I think that the power that you have as a personal trainer and then like bringing that out through the exercises, I've talked about the podcast, on podcast, you know, like running became more than just running. It was more than just, you know, foot to the ground. It was more than just burning calories. It's like, just become like a way of life. Like fitness is fuels so many other parts of my life. And so I love just, it's, it's not, it's not just, it's not just burning calories. It's not just aesthetics. Yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I just say that, you know, over and over and over again, because I feel that, especially with social media, it can be very easy to, because there are so many images and so many things out there, you know, that people see in terms of the aesthetic, right? And it's very easy to get so caught up in trying to chase that and trying to get your body to look a certain way. And it's very easy to get in that headspace um, and and really be chasing after that. But real, it, And that's fine. There's, nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to, you know, have your body to look a certain way. That's what you want. Totally nothing wrong with that. However, I think that for people to realize that it's so much more than that is really an important point that I always try to drive home. That it's not just about reaching a desired aesthetic. It's about really, really, really reaching your desired goals in life, you know, because I feel like if you can commit yourself to a fitness program in any way, shape, or form, whatever that looks like for you, mm-hmm. it really does, like you said just a minute ago, it really does translate into every single other part of your life. It truly does because you have to show up for yourself when you are, you know, committing to any fitness program. If you're doing that, it automatically helps you to show up, I believe, in other areas. So that's, it's, it's far as the passes, just the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, oh gosh, I can't remember what this quote was. I'm going to mess it up, but it was, uh, Amanda Bucci, who's another podcaster, um, bikini competitor struggled with a lot of the things that a lot of bikini competitors struggle with, like getting down to a really small size, binge eating mm-hmm. the fluctuation in weight. But she was like, you know, if you're always chasing after the aesthetics, um, you might get that you might not get it, but you're probably going to feel crummy in the process. Mm-hmm. But if you're like doing fitness as a way of life, you'll get the aesthetics along with it, but you're going to get so much more. And I, obviously that was not her quote, but that was what she was saying. There's a lot along the same thing. And it's hard though, but I think a lot of us, you know, we start chasing, we, we, maybe we start exercising or eating better for the aesthetics, but then that shifts where it's not just that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I, I, agree with that quote and what, and what she said. I mean, it's, it's, it's very true. I think, you know, once you get into it and once you, you know, allow yourself to kind of step outside of just, 
kind of being one track minded about it, then you're able to see all of the other wonderful things that you can discover about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool to describe yourself as strong. Cause then like when you're physically strong, then you, you start to do other things too. And yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Not just being skinny. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I mean, it's, it's, I just wish, I just want everyone to really know and hold on to that. I mean, that's the one point that I really want to drive home. It's just that, that strength, because that inner strength just automatically, it just grows and grows and grows and grows along with whatever it is that you're doing physically. Um, and just really tapping into that, uh, the, the results, like, like she was saying, the results far begin to far outweigh what you may have initially gone in there to do just the, you know, just aesthetically. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, um, let's see if, is there a message that you would like to give listeners one last bit of advice for life or for lifting for just, I don't know, surviving on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, leave our listeners with. <laughs> uh, well, this interesting to surviving social media. <laughs> I, you know, which is a big one. And I would just say my biggest message to anyone is to do you. Mm. You know, it's very easy. And I'm going to, you know, kind of piggyback off of the surviving social media because it kind of ties into that. And I think, like I was saying just a minute ago, it's because there are so many images out there. And so it's so easy to get caught up in the comparison trap and trying to be like everyone else and, you know, feeling like you're not adequate in one way or another. And so that's why I say really focus in on what does your heart tell you? What is your, what is your spirit leading you to do? Because everyone I believe is unique. We may, you know, there are, thousands of fitness professionals. However, I know that they're not Krista. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not me. There's something specific about me that there are going to be people that are drawn towards me because it's something that I have to give to them. And that's the same for, for you, Jacqueline, for whoever. And I think that's what I mean about really just doing you tapping into your own passions and staying focused on that. Yes. Look, you could, there are people that you can look to for motivation and encouragement. That's great. But I believe that there's a fine line between motivation and comparison Mm. and just do your best to stay on the side of, you know, being motivated and not comparing and really focus on what special gifts that you have to give because we all have something to give. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. I think to, to like curate your social media and realize like this person is actually motivating me and this person is making me feel like crap, whether, and you, most of the time it's not, you know, people's uh, intention to make you feel like crap, but it's like, if you start looking at someone's image and you're like, I feel like crap after I look mm-hmm. at their unfollow, unfollow and go follow Krista. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And it may not even be, you know, like you said, it's not even like you said something that they're intentionally doing to you, but if yeah. it is, you know, triggering you in some sort of way, then it is necessary for you to look at that so that you don't continue to get caught up in that web of, you know, comparison and feeling like, you know, you're less than because you're not, 
you're absolutely not. None of us are. So I think that's the, the main thing to, to remember and take with you everywhere. You're unique. You're special. Your gifts are there for, to give to many, many people and, and only your way, you know, it's unique to you. So that's what I would want to leave off with. Yeah. No, I love that a lot. I feel like you're um, an elementary school principal <laughs> talking to, <laughs> to my kindergartners. <laughs> Which I, and I say this a lot too, is like all the stuff that like five-year-olds need, like we as adults need over and over and over. Like you're special, you're kind, whatever that, yeah. Like you, like we need yeah. to hear that stuff because we don't hear it and we don't tell ourselves yeah. that enough. Yes, yeah. That, that, that positive self-talk is is also very, very key. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was so great to talk with you, Krista. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. I really appreciate you having me. It's been great. 